Coming up, we finally have a grand opening date for Jurassic World Velocicoaster, plus the two gift shops in Universal City Walk, the Legacy Store, as well as the brand new Universal Studios Store are now officially complete and open. So we're going to share our thoughts on all of that and more on this week's episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. I'm your host, Craig Williams. I'm joined alongside by my co-host, Rhino. Hello. And today we're going to be talking Universal. A lot of good news coming out of Universal, specifically. What a shock here at Universal. The Universal podcast would be talking about Universal. Well, we will find ways to detract ourselves and not talk about Universal, I'm sure, in this episode. But uh, before I can really detract from Universal, I have to mention that, of course, this show is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. You're experts at helping you plan the perfect Universal vacation. If you like our content here, you want to support us, please do so. By booking your next vacation to Universal Orlando through Dreams Unlimited Travel, it will cost you no extra money. And if you want a free no-obligation quote, please go on the web to www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. I don't know if anyone still talks like that and says stuff like, go on the web, the World Wide Web and such, but I'm going to going to bring it back so that way we can clarify it a little bit more. And then if you're watching this show on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up, give us that like, make sure you're subscribed to the channel, and then also leave us comments, questions, suggestions down below. And if you're listening to this, please, 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 please make sure you're subscribed and leaving us five-star ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. That would be very pleasant. And before we get going into the news right away, I, I know Jurassic World Velocicoaster, you want to hear our thoughts on it. You probably already know the the date that it's opening. I, I know we're going to get there, but I do want to mention that the time for this show is once again coming to an end. We will uh, be ending the Disunplugged Universal Edition once more. But when I say that, I don't mean ending it for good. I mean, we're ending it on this channel on uh, Disunplugged. For you audio listeners out there, none of this matters to you. Uh, for audio uh, listeners, you're, you're in the clear. Stay on that feed. But for video watchers, people watching on YouTube, we will no longer be coming to you on the Disunplugged channel. I don't know if this is going to be the last episode. I don't know if we're going to sneak in one more. But our new home will be on the UO Fan uh, YouTube channel. I am so sorry. I forgot the name for it for a second, which is terrible because it's all that's been running through my mind now for like the past month. But uh, we are finally doing a universal dedicated YouTube channel. UO fan. It does not have a fun, fancy URL yet because we haven't met, met the requirements to get that special URL yet, but we're, we're working on it. We will get there, but that will be the home for the show, plus all of our videos from Universal. It goes along with uofan.com, which is the new uh, the new home of our Universal content on the Diz. Much easier to remember than universal.wdwinfo.com. Now it's just going to be sweet and simple, uofan.com, and you'll be able to help uh, stay in the know on everything happening at Universal Orlando. And 
and help you plan a plan your vacations to Universal Orlando. And I know a Facebook community group is coming along with that as well. And we're gonna we're gonna go all in on it. So keep stay tuned. Keep looking out for it and stay tuned because it's all coming. But not for right now. Right now we're staying here. But uh, it's uh, it's going to be very interesting. I have nothing else to say about it. But it's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now I put, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I put Rhino in the spotlight. Someone who doesn't really know anything that's happening with it. But mm-hmm. will he will be right like, there along for the ride. My naivete is my gift. <laughs> oh, I like that. So. Okay, we should probably then go into the news of what's happening this week. Uh, we finally got it. We finally have the opening date for Jurassic World Velocicoaster. I feel like I, I feel like it's a burden of weight off off my shoulders. Yeah, Everyone's shoulders it now. Nonstop, nonstop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Rhino, do you remember what the date is? Check June tenth. Okay. That does not mean that there will not, there won't be uh, technical rehearsals or soft openings, mm-hmm. if that's what you want to call it. As Rhino and I always say, that's gross sounding. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we'll go with Universal's vocabulary on this one uh, in phrasing technical rehearsals. There could potentially be technical rehearsals on this, giving everyone a chance to experience it sooner. You excited for it, Rhino? Oh yeah, I mean, I already told you, I'm I'm legit like terrified. Like I, it's not even like a motion sickness thing. I'm like, it's tall, it's fast, it twirls around like four times. I am gonna have to really, uh, I'm gonna have to take the Dramamine and take some. Gonna have to have a drink and just hope for the best. Uh, but I, it's Jurassic Park, like a Jurassic World themed. Like I have to do it. I can't not do it. You know, even if it's like, I'm. In terms of roller coasters, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. It looks like f- fun, exciting, thrilling. I'm excited to see what we don't even know about yet, what they haven't even teased yet. So I'm, I'm just, I, I don't know. I, I am very, I, I'm, I'm always excited when something new opens. I don't know. I'm, I'm scrolling through their, um, their, their what they call the Twitter right now uh and it's funny because i'm trying to see when they really started like teasing the opening date and it's literally february 12th 2021 there's this tweet that says tweet about velocicoaster opening date like so this this like teasing has been going on forever but i also love how they leaned into what that churro stand joke Mm -hmm. and so they just keep using that joke wherever it comes up but it's like now becomes such a layered joke that i was like wow they're really that's the thing I love about Universal, how they embrace that culture of the excitement towards a ride. But knowing that, like, yeah, this will appeal to the masses, but also it's exciting to those diehard fans as well, their park. So it's got, you know, there's like a little bit for everybody, I feel like. It's yeah. an exciting time. Oh, it, it's a very exciting time. And their social team is is fantastic with with how they they handle everything. They are just so much fun. They it's. It's a, it really makes you it makes you feel like you're part of the universal family when you're following around with everything they're saying. But uh, it's it's going to be a terrifying ride. Um, I I know we talked about a lot of the stats before when we uh, relaunched the the show a couple months back. We talked about everything to expect from it. So I'm not going to waste too much time going over it again. We'll go over the the uh, the basic stat versions of it. The the attraction. Velocicoaster is over 4,700 feet of track, which is, uh, that's a lot of feet. I, I did the math. That's, uh, over 4,700 feet of them. And More feet than Elias could ever put on a shelf in Superstore. Exactly. Exactly. 
That's a good joke. Um, the height requirement for Velocicoaster, 51 inches. Very, uh, you know, a very interesting choice for it. It's like 51, but Universal doesn't make that choice. That's up to the manufacturer. So 51 inches. Keep that in mind. Uh, the two launches during the attraction, one goes from zero to 50 miles an hour in three seconds. The other goes from 40 to 70 miles an hour in oh 2.4 seconds. Uh, goodness. Yes. Goodness gracious. The highest point of the attraction happens during the top hat maneuver where you go 155 feet up and then go back down at an 80 degree angle. And it is the steepest, uh, steepest drop on a universal Orlando. Uh, oh my gosh. Coaster. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Way. So oh it's, my God. It, it's, uh, it, it looks terrifying. And you know, that doesn't count the four different inversions that you have. There's an inverted stall. There's the barrel rule that, uh, it happens over the lagoon. Over it's the water. The, um, what's over the water? Yeah. Well, let me try to find the uh, the name that they called it. A barrel roll. It's like a mussasaur roll or something. If I oh can remember yeah correctly. yeah yeah. I, I, you're right. You're right. I I feel like I read that somewhere. They they called it. Yeah. I'm gonna try to find it. The, and, the mosasaurus is something to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. The and the mosasaurus. That makes sense though. That's cute. Yeah. That's the the big dinosaur in Jurassic World that jumps up out of the water and. It's the assistant. Uh, spoilers, I guess. For uh, uh, that's from Fallen. Ca- oh no, you're right. No, that's the, the assistant. Yeah, he ate the guy in the helicopter in the second one. That's right. That's right. So, so many eatings. It's like that's what dinosaurs. They were do. like, remember that awesome part? We're gonna do it again, but at this time in the rain. Exactly at Ex- night. At night, <laughs> everything's better in the rain at night. That that that's the best part of the movie. Just shut it off after that. That movie's terrible. The second one. Oh god, it's so terrible. I that's. I'm not gonna get into that. I'm not going to get into that, but um, yeah, and of course, uh, the stars. I'm going to watch it tonight. Yeah, you are. The stars <laughs> I of. Am not, I'm not kidding you. <laughs> uh, the stars of Jurassic World will be making appearances in the attraction. Chris Pratt, <gasps> Bryce Dallas Howard, what? and BD Wong will all be making appearances, and also BD Wong. BD Wong, yeah. And the uh, the Raptors, Charlie De- Delta, Echo, and Blue all have starring roles. So we're going to see the four Raptors. So this takes place before the beginning of the first movie, then before Jurassic World, because uh, the park is destroyed yeah. by the end of the first one. Yeah, technically, it would have to be. However, I feel like I feel like Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard also didn't have that um, that rapport they, yet. Right. I feel like that was if developed remember, in the first. They did because they she's his, he's he's her ex. I that was like... the big thing is that she's like, oh, we went out that one time, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, so like I'm imagining that Claire is going to be like in her like super white suit that she's wearing. And and it's going to be Chris Pratt and his like leather vest and BD Wong with his clipboard scribbling. Now. He, scribbles away on that clipboard. In the first you movie. might be right. I think we also might have to uh, suspend our disbelief that the second yeah. one exists uh well i think we have to just not pay attention to timelines uh what's what's the thing that i've said before about the wizarding world of harry potter the wizarding world of harry potter is timeless and so i think we have to start thinking about jurassic world in that way too jurassic world's timeless yeah. and it could happen at any point during any time but obviously you know it can't happen after the kingdom falls and the same way that it would make no sense if the wizarding world of Harry Potter takes place after 
I'm That's not, not, not going to spoil. I'm not going to spoil. People don't need to know what happens in, in Harry Potter after book six. There's a wizard. Uh, the, the, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it happens during the movie. Maybe that's the whole thing. Yeah. So, like, once everything starts going sideways, that this is part of it because the raptors get out or whatever. I don't know. No, I don't want to watch them. Oh, I'm going to watch them. I'm going to rewatch. You're going to watch them. I know. We're we're already going way too in depth on this. I know. Uh, all that's important here. We'll just we'll leave you with the last nugget again. The that was the first and last nugget. It opens on June 10th. I'm sure it will open to. Uh, it will open to crazy busy lines. I'm sure Islands of Adventure will reach capacity very quickly. Uh, at I'm this assuming point, a virtual queue. No, like yeah, I'm assuming like it'll be Hagrid's. like a Hagrid situation. Yeah, yeah. a thousand. Also, uh, can we call them Jurassic Nuggets instead of Beaver Nuggets? Maybe we can call them Raptor Nuggets. We're gonna we're gonna have to get permission from a couple uh, corporations <laughs> and entities first, but I think we can probably make that happen. But I think there's a very good chance, uh, you know, a way above hundred thousand, ten hundred thousand, that they will implement virtual queue. It's working well for Hagrid's. Why not? Why not replicate it over to the next attraction? Uh, the only the only thing I'll say before leaving this uh, conversation on Jurassic World Velocicoaster. And keep in mind is that uh, it's probably probably the best decision now that you know the date that it's opening. If you want to try to maximize your chances of getting on the attraction, try to book a hotel room because Universal is going to, of course, they're they're going to hopefully make sure that all hotel guests are not completely just locked out of the parks entirely, and it will it will give you a better chance of getting on the attraction than without staying on property. So if you need need help booking that vacation, dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Get those dates in before they're all gone. But okay, we're going to move on to Universal City Walk and the stores at Universal Universal City Walk, the the Universal Studio store as well as the uh, Universal Legacy store. The the two stores are open now. The new flagship store is is open and the Legacy store it seems like it is finally finished with all the props and and everything in its rightful place. And Rhino, what's your thoughts? My thoughts are we did an episode not long ago where we ended up talking about what they could do with this space for so long that I feel like I psyched myself up to only be kind of like let down a little bit. I don't think the store mm-hmm. looks bad. I, I think it looks like nice and clean. It's big, but it also wasn't now that they've like opened this store and all the like classic props and things like they've been adding to the other store. Like, did you see? I'm sure you've seen it. The they had the what are they? I was going to call them terror dogs. They're not terror dogs, but they're on either side of the entrance and they're from the original entrance of Universal. Yeah. They're not lions. They're, they're like gargoyles, gargoyles or something, right? Yeah, they're yeah. gargoyles. And that... I was like, I love that they exist. I love that they brought them back out there and like having all the like little nods to the other, like the cool stuff in there. I was like, why isn't the flagship store like this? So I don't know what transformation is happening to that store, but it's somehow now become that one is cool. And yeah. the other one is like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, and that's the hard part of it. When they say flagship store, you expect it to be a grand experience. You expect it to be the equivalent of a World of Disney. But honestly, I feel like 
I feel like that's kind of what ended up happening to it. It was like the old studio store has now become this really awesome store that people will love and cherish, though they will love the legacy store for what it is. And then what they did for the 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 flagship store, it's now this very clean, uh, well thought out store that it makes sense with the layout and and how you go from section to section and the merchandise that's offered there. It's everything you want from the flagship store. But for all the money in the world, I'd rather just go over to the the legacy store and look at the props and shop around in there and. That's just, you know, that's just my take on it. I think yeah. I think Universal has always needed a bigger space for their their store, their big Universal Studios store. Like the fact that the the flagship stores in Universal Studios Florida and Islands of Adventure are so massive and then City Walk that is technically accessible by anyone who doesn't even need to go to a theme park. Anyone can can come to City Walk and during the day pay for parking and dining out of that or come after six o'clock and and park for free like anyone can come to that store and, and shop there why wouldn't you want the city walk to be the yeah. best one you have and i think i think it is honestly now it is it is way better than what it was before but as a fan who's looking for something that's different um I'm going to choose the legacy store over that because it has opened my eyes to so much. I didn't even know existed. Like I didn't, the gargoyles that you mentioned that were on the entrance. I didn't even know those were a thing. I never saw the original universal studios, Florida arch because I wasn't visiting the park. Then I, it, it took me a long time before I even realized that they had redone the arch and the entrance to universal studios, Florida. Yeah. I thought it was that way all along. And it was, it was always like that, but uh, that yeah, they had these two gargoyles on each side of the main portion of the arch, and now they're sitting out in front of the legacy store. So you have this just this fantastic entrance now into this store. Where it's like okay, we're gonna we're gonna give you a peek of what's inside, and then once you get inside, just the amount of props and and models and just everything about it is so so perfect it is we've talked for years how we would love to see a museum that pays tribute to universal movies or the parks or both and honestly this store is that museum mm -hmm. the the shame of it is is that they're hiding everything you know at shoulder level and up so it's not a true museum experience in that way it would be great if we could still get one but uh it it's it's really, really cool, and they just did a, a fantastic job on it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I really, it, it, it has that thing where I'm like, okay, the next time, whenever I'm able to go home, finally, I want, I'm like gonna go into my mom's attic and try and go through because I know I have like Universal maps from when I was a kid. I know I saved them, and that's where I was like, oh, I want to go see now, and like. I want to go through and, and look for photos and be like, cause I know I've been there when it used to be the parking lot in the front and you'd go up. Like I, mm -hmm. I definitely have been there before they remodeled it. So that's that or before they built city walk. Cause I, I, I know I went early in the nineties, like when it first opened, like when it was relatively new. And so I just, that's why I'm like, it has that excitement where I'm like, Ooh, I wonder what I could dig through. What could I find? You know? And, yeah. and I, I'm glad that there is something that is celebrating the history of, of this park because it is something where you're like, yeah, those that we've been fans for so long or whenever you became a fan, but it's, 
it's unique and and i've said it before it's 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 different it's not it's not the same as disney it's got this different thing this different feel its own personality and it's just like i feel like they're really at this moment where i love that i said it about the jurassic the velocicoasters i love how they're interacting with the fans and i feel like they're really getting in there to be like what do we think that people will think is cool not what somebody in a boardroom says is that cool but what will the people that step into the park think is cool And that's that's the hard part for me is that I still I'm still on the on the path that I think they need to do a, a true museum to their parks and, and maybe their movies, because the, it's a great concept. But the fact is, it's also we're in an environment where if you can charge money for something, you kind of have to. So, mm. of course, take take all this merchandise, throw it in a shop, take this museum stuff and blend the two together so now you can you can look around and see the museum pieces but at the same time maybe you'll walk out and spend some money too and we can uh we can really take take advantage of the situation in that way so i get it but uh it's i i just there's it, it has an appeal to multiple audiences because it's merchandise that I know people are going to want to go in and get. But I think there's also a lot of people who are going to not look around and see it and and miss out on stuff that, you know, it's maybe it ends up driving them to be like, I want to learn more about it. Like I walking around in there, there was the a lot of stuff jumps out to you. Like, of course, uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger costume uh from uh T2 battle across time like of course that's cool that was cool when it was in the the gift shop as you exited the show and you know it's cool that it has a home now again in there and it's cool seeing the proton packs from ghostbusters and mm-hmm. it's really awesome seeing even though I don't think it I don't know where it came from but the ET that's dressed up in the Halloween costume with the the sheet over it like it's cool that that's just hanging out in there just for just for fun but like I I'm I'm loving all the little stuff that like just makes me think more like there's a Jimmy Neutron uh, costume that's in there. Not not like a costume that Jimmy Neutron would wear, but what the cast members wore at that attraction. And it made me remember, like, I was around for Jimmy Neutron, but I completely forgot what it looked like. And it was I started noticing a bunch of props like that that just took me down memory lane of like oh this is what universal was like when i first started going or even what it was like before i went there and the the model of the wizarding world of harry potter hogsmeade in there is just it is it is so awesome to see too there's just there is so much to look at in there they did a magnificent job and again i only wish that it didn't have to be surrounded by merchandise because i want to just look through and see all of it and all that are like a ground level where I can really take in all the details, but I'll take what I can get from it. And nothing yeah. against the flagship store. Cool, cool store, cool stuff inside. No, it's nice. Just it reminds me of the resorts. It reminds me of the two, the newer resorts, like the um, Surfside mm-hmm. and uh, Dockside, like it, and even um, uh, Sapphire Falls. Like it has that kind of sleek aesthetic that clean crisp sleek aesthetic to it and i was like all right well so it fits with what you're going for but yeah 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 there's you know it's clean and classy always a good always a good place Much to like go myself just uh not always necessarily the most exciting but uh, we have enough exciting because again jurassic world velocicoaster opens june 10th legacy store 
and the flagship store now open. And we'll just have to wait and see what else is in store in the future. Boom. Nailed it. Oh, I just got it. It took me way too long to get that stupid joke. Listen, yeah, I think that's why it took so long because of just how how bad the joke was. But that's that's what you get from me. You get terrible, terrible jokes. And uh, as as I've been told, you get nine thousand words when you really only needed nine. But I'll get there eventually. I'll I'll start to trim myself up and uh, make sure I'm a little bit more to the point, but probably not ever ever soon at least but uh anything else to throw in before we uh say goodbye on this one right now no i don't think so okay Okay. oh oh Hmm? just no never mind we didn't have that i i thought we had a conversation about park capacity on this podcast and we didn't i just was gonna say if anybody i know you did you did mention that the getting the hotel resort will help you too. And I just wanted to say, while I was scrolling through the Twitter, I noticed that the parks, when they are reaching capacity earlier in the day, seem to be reopening for a little bit toward the end of the day as well. So just like if you are an annual pass holder or something like that, something to keep an eye out for too as well. Yeah. Uh, Stay, keep on top of Universal Orlando's Twitter because they will, they will give you all that information. There's a hotline number too. I don't know it off the top of my head, but it's it. We probably will still be dealing with that to an extent this summer at the parks. Mm-hmm. So yeah, keep that so. in mind. Have that phone number ready. Be follow them on social media so you can get those updates as as it comes through. So that way you can have the best vacation possible. Hopefully we won't have to worry about it forever. But it's better to be over prepared than to be caught off guard and have it really, really kind of you know. I don't want to say ruin, but. It kind of could. Yeah. If you're, yeah. if you have one day at Universal, you slept in and didn't get to the parks until it already, already reached capacity. And then you have to wait until four o'clock and you just wasted your whole day. That's, that's not going to be a, a memorable, memorable day. Well, it will be, but not for the good reasons. So keep, keep an eye out on all that stuff. But, Okay, well, that's it for this episode. Thank you, Rhino, so much for chatting with me about Universal real quick here. Oh, anytime. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And uh, thank you to everyone out there for listening and watching. Just one more time, want to run over everything. Planning an upcoming trip to Universal and want to support us? DreamsUnlimitedTravel.com. Get that free no-obligation quote today. Make sure you are, once again, hitting the thumbs up on YouTube, leaving us comments, questions, video suggestions in the comment section below, and make sure you're subscribed to this channel. Also, again, make sure you go and subscribe to our UOFan channel, which I will have a link to in the description since it doesn't have a custom URL yet, but we'll get there. And, uh, yeah, make sure you're staying up to date because once we transition over there, I don't want you to be like, well, where where'd the videos go? Where's where's the Universal show? It's going to be over there. So we'll make sure to give you plenty of notice on that and UOFan.com as well. Keep an, keep an eye out on that. It's really messy right now. It's getting cleaned up. It'll be a good site in, uh, let's say, six, seven years, maybe. Uh, if, if we're lucky, it'll be six or seven years at the very least. And for all of you audio people out there, please remember to give us uh, positive ratings and reviews if you're listening through Apple Podcasts podcast five stars that's what i would like i i know that's a lot to ask but five stars would be would be pretty pretty special i think i'd be okay with that and uh, regardless even if you're not listening through apple podcasts please leave us um or make sure you're subscribed you obviously can't leave us that feedback but just make sure you're subscribed to our show so that way you don't ever miss any new episodes and 
that's it. Besides me saying I appreciate Rhino and I appreciate all of you good people out there. Mm-hmm. Maybe some dogs, too. And probably an alien or two. I mean, the math is out there. I feel like there's at least one watching. Maybe not now, there's but gotta be. Yeah. like sometime off in the future, millions of years from now. God. Well, that's going to haunt me. Okay, yes. <laughs> On that dark note, I hope everyone is having a great week. I hope you continue to have a good week. Uh, that's going to do it for this episode of the Disunplugged Universal Edition. Take care. We'll see you next time. But remember, we still haven't changed the name. <laughs> <laughs>